With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Y'all ready to go to church?
Good morning, Father God. Good morning, Lord <clears throat> Jesus. It looks like um, somebody said that the blog talk wasn't on. Can you can you let me know? <clears throat> Here we go again. Is the blog talk radio on? Jessica, uh, uh, it's back on. <clears throat> yes, the blog talk is on. Father God, I want to thank you this morning. I want to praise you and honor you. Okay. God, you great. That's all I can say. You just great all by yourself. Brothers and sisters, um, it, it seems like I'm not finished with these testimonies. Um, I see somebody got a, um, has already hit star one. And I know I had one testimony. You see, brothers and sisters, we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. Now, I will never be able to get all these testimonies on here and, and move on. But today, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a couple more testimonies because I'm working on something. And I want, part of what I'm working on, I want to show you what real deliverance is like. How deliverance is much, much more than just casting out demons. <clears throat> deliverance is supposed to bring you into a transformed life. You see, the Bible says that in Acts chapter 10, verse 38, it says, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth who went about doing good and healing all, all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. Jesus went about doing good, brothers and sisters, and deliverance is a part of that good. Now, deliverance gets the demons out. It exposes what they're doing, puts it right there, or allows you to feel what they're doing or experience however you experience it, what they're doing. But then you have the responsibility, or, or maybe I should say God gives you the choice. God gives you a choice of whether you want the demons to stay or whether you want the demons to go. Because you see, not everybody wants their demons to go. And the reason I say this <clears throat> is because of this. God doesn't really need anybody to deliver anybody. You hear me? Because he is the deliverer. But there are some principles 
of faith and overcoming that God desires those of us who choose to follow him. God desires to impute those things into you. Amen. The Bible says God is a spirit and God uh, minister us, ministers to us and God gives us everything we need by our spirit and through our spirit, but he uses men and women. Yep, God uses men and women in order to bring about the revealing or the manifestation of his goodness in our lives. And God knows something else that he wants, he desires for us, <clears throat> since Adam and Eve let him down, he wants us to be totally consumed with himself. You understand that? And the only way, I guess not the only way, but one way, because like I say, it's all about God anyway, and he's going to do it however he chooses, anyhow. You see, it's something about overcoming because God knows you and I have to have strength. In order to be successful in this world, we must have strength. And that strength that we must have has to be his strength. And so God has a plan which you have to adopt, but more than his plan, he has a purpose. So he's going to bring about his purpose, as I always say, but according to your own heart, you're going to have to initiate the plan. And be willing to abide by the plan you initiate. And the reason he does that is because he wants you to have strength. But he wants you to understand his strength. And he wants you to be able to be willing to choose his strength over your strength and over that temporary lion's strength of the devil. Because the devil can, the strength I'm talking about, it can be real or it can be counterfeit. Because the devil counterfeits everything of God. So then God allows you and I to go through this process of overcoming whatever the enemy has planned to make us weak. And God goes about showing us if we follow his lead and if we are obedient, obedient to his word, that strength increases and increases and increases. And I guess it's like a baby. When a baby learns to walk, you know. They pull up on stuff. They fall. But eventually, that baby walks. 
And after walking, that baby runs. And that's kind of that's kind of like how it is with uh, maturity in Christ Jesus. And so <clears throat> I'm glad, uh, Jessica, that you did that. The Lord had me do it like this because I I, I need you to say something to Jessica. After after you get through, so I'm gonna open up your mic. I'm gonna open it up after I play this song. Your mic is gonna be open, Jessica. After I play this song.
God. Good morning. Good morning, Jessica. Praise the Lord. <clears throat> Praise the Lord. Do you have a Minister Hood on with you? Yes, I do. Praise Minister God. Hood. Praise God, everybody. Good morning, Dr. Erica and Ted Lyons. Good morning. Good morning. Where you come where you coming from? Where are you talking from? I'm calling from? from Monroe. I'm calling from Monroe, Georgia. All right. Let's go. Let's hear your testimony. 
Um, I guess where I need to start is from the beginning because I know it was nobody but God how I came to know Dr. Erica. I didn't even know she existed. Um, until one day I heard her name mentioned out the mouth of another pastor because I knew I was in need of help. Um, and when I met her, she was like um, like no other. And my testimony is is one of a new beginning for me and my my whole entire family, my whole entire generation. Um, and I can't do anything but thank God for allowing me in her presence um, for my deliverance. Because sometimes we need deliverance from things that we don't even know that we're dealing with. It's far beyond what we what the naked eye can see. And um, when I first met her, it was just, I can't explain it. It was a feeling that I cannot explain, but I knew she was the one that was going to change my life. And, again, I can't do anything but thank God for it um, because not only did she transform me, help me to transform who God was allowing me to become, if only I could see that. Um, Because sometimes we think we know what's best for us, but until somebody sees the real us, because we can never see who we are. Um, People can see your your goodness. They can see your anointing before you can, and and that can be bad when it's the bad when it's a bad person that's preventing you from doing the work of God. Um, And when I met her the first time. On my way home, because it's a two-hour drive from where I live to to get to her, and it was like I was opening my eyes for the first time. I felt free. I felt so free and so delivered of everything that was holding me back and holding me down. So, and I knew that it, it couldn't be anybody but God. So my testimony is because you know my husband would always try and push me and tell me, okay, well, if you don't like what's going on in the church that you are at, why don't you start your own church? And I'm like, no, I don't, I don't, I'm not ready to do that. I don't think I'm ready to do that. But after my deliverance and being delivered from the things that were hindering me from actually starting my own church, um, I knew it was nobody but her. And, you know, as the Weeks progressed, and I was listening to the headline every morning. I I can attest to what Dr. Erica was saying on yesterday about people on the headline after you know she's taken through been through deliverance or they've been delivered part from part of their spirit. It I was beginning to to start to not to like her for some reason, and the devil was was working very hard, and he was telling me like. Um, she's not going to help you. You know, you see, she told you she was going to help you, but she's not going to help you. And I had to quickly rebuke that spirit because I knew where it was coming from. After listening to that I've been getting from the deadline, and I can say, like like I said, my family has been transformed. My daughter is like a whole new person because she came to see Dr. Erica too. And it's like I knew something was wrong with her, you know, and it's like, you as a parent, you know your children, and you know when something's wrong. You know when because you can feel it. And after that that 
that deliverance with Dr. Erica. It was like it's like she's a whole new child. Minister Hood, this brings Uh up a very good point that I have forgotten about. Tell them how old your daughter is. She's twelve. And tell her what happened in school. Her friends. Oh my God. And it was, and you know, it was unbelievable when Dr. Erica was taking her through her deliverance. My husband and I were sitting there, and she had this friend called Kalani. And you know, my spirit was vexed when I met her because it looked like it looked like as if I could see into her soul. It's like she's evil. And you know, sometimes we can't pick our children's friends, but we can pray for them. And it came out in her deliverance that Kalani was nothing but a witch. And we're and talking how, about children. And how old was she a witch? 12, 12 years old. 12 years old. And these now, see, the they, 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 they sitting on the Mr. Hood, they sitting here on the sideline. They don't believe you. They do. It's some people yeah. sitting right here. Listen to this. And they do not believe you. But it doesn't matter. See, you got the, the, the testimony of Jesus about it. And I, I, I really, that, that's the testimony that the, these parents need to hear. And you, He's I know about your, children. your mouth dropped open. Your husband's mouth dropped way open. <laughs> but I was looking at him. And it did. And it did because my husband comes from... I don't believe in witchcraft because he can't see it. So he's he's not at that point yet to know that it actually exists, and it does. And it's like some of the things that came out of her mouth that she was experiencing, the nightmares, the dreams, and they were gore, gore dreams. They were horrific dreams. And I know, I mean, I know it was God because there's no way I could have brought her through that. Because I didn't have any experience in it. I didn't know what I was dealing with until those things start to be revealed. So not only was it a deliverance for me, but it was for her as well. Mm -hmm. And I think Mm -hmm. I owe all the glory and I give God all the thanks for that because I was losing her into a world that was deep and dark. And it's like now, you know, it's it's almost like a, a routine thing. She she's no longer friends with that person. It's like her eyes became open too. Mhm. Mhm. And mm-hmm. now we have these conversations about God and Jesus and love and she, her. She's reading her Bible more. She's she's doing things that she wasn't doing before. It's almost like she's a whole new person. And I can feel that. It's, 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 I can feel it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, people, um, like I've said, it's more, it probably seems like it can't be more than casting out demons because that's a miracle and that's a great thing. Yes. But the transformation, the change that takes place when a person undergoes real deliverance. Now, yes. you know the difference between fake deliverance or, let's not call it fake, let's say partial, partial deliverance. 
and real deliverance. How would you explain that to somebody that doesn't know? Um, that there's no you you can't really explain it because it's a feeling. Um, it's something that you feel within your soul. I mean, it's more because you know some people feel that in order for you to be really truly delivered, somebody got to lay hands on you and you got to be vomiting, you got to be you know, just laying in the floor, you got to be doing all of that. I mean, you got to do, be doing all of the above before they say, okay, now I believe we're going through deliverance. But what you do on this line and how, you know, God brings those things to to you to give to, to impart in us, some of the things I would have never thought of that we need deliverance from. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, it's not just you putting your hands physically on somebody in which you didn't really do that, you know, because we had to do the six feet uh, social distancing when I was there. It was the right. word of God. Right. That's right. We and did so the social distancing. Yep. So it was, I, it was the word of God. All it was was the word of God and you and the authority and, and, and power that he's given us. That's all it was. But you know, if people don't believe that they're they're going to be delivered unless you got to put physically put hands on them, and sometimes that is required. But mm-hmm. in this case, I mean, I could never repay, or I could never put a price tag on on what you've done. Because and who is the deliverer? You know, Jesus did it. Jesus yes, yes, did, did it himself. And people yes, don't understand me. They think I make them wait. We have to wait until Jesus is ready to deliver somebody. Or else they will never exactly. get delivered. Exactly. It is Jesus exactly. who does the delivering. So how how could, based on your own personal experience, how could I get that across to people more? That it is Jesus. Well, it's getting a relationship and getting to know him because, you know, people and what I've learned since this, because it's opened my eyes to so many things. People, you know, we have a hurting nation. You know, people are hurting and they need deliverance, but they have to want it for themselves because I can't want it more for you than you want it for yourself. Amen. And it's not a microwave thing where quick proof is done. There are things that you have to sacrifice and give up in order to to be delivered. So you can't say, okay, I need to be delivered from cigarettes, and they st- and you still smoking them at the same time. You have to start somewhere. You have to sacrifice something. There has to be a sacrifice. That doesn't feel good when you're going through this oh, sacrifice. Oh yes, ma'am, it does. It does, and I started my own little uh, Bible study group on Sunday with a, um, a group of people, in, including my um, own daughter, um, my oldest daughter who's 31, um, and it's good because it's helping people to see things that they wouldn't necessarily see, and mine is just not me sit, uh, sitting on Zoom because of, you know, the social distancing part and the pandemic that we're going through is not as participation. 
you got to give me a testimony. You got to tell me how it relates to you or what you're dealing with or what you're struggling with because that's part of your deliverance too. Deliverance is the everyday thing. It's just not a one-time thing and I'm fine. No, you have to do it daily. Mhm. Mhm. It has to become part of your lifestyle. Part of your lifestyle, yes, ma'am. I was about to say that, but you took the words out of my mouth. Well, we on one accord, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> we on amen, one accord. Amen. Amen. Now I want amen. you to stay right there, Jessica. Yes, ma'am. I want to tell people something. You and Ministerhood both and other people on here this morning are witnesses to the delivering power of God. Now, I tell people God has to deliver you from something in order to deliver you into a lot of things. So deliverance with me works two ways. God delivers you from so that God can deliver you into. You are a perfect example. And, And Minister Hood also said the same thing. Both of you are living testimonies to the fact that when God delivered you, deliverance began to operate in your whole family line, in your whole family. Hallelujah. It changed your whole life. And this is why. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. There's so much phony deliverance. No, don't say that. Wrong word. Partial deliverance. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes but what I learned through that partial is that the seven worst demons come back on you that's oh, what yes. I learned yes lord and then some mm-hmm. so how how, mm-hmm. how do you how did that come about how you come to recognize that seven worst will come because the bible says when the unclean yes, spirit right. goes out of a man it goes in the dry place and can rest, and then it comes back and checks his house out to see if you're full of God's own Holy Spirit. And if you're not, it goes and gets seven worse demons. And it says that the last yep. state of that man is worse than the beginning. Mm-hmm. Very true. But, but there's, Very a, true. there's, you know, in this process or in this miracle of deliverance, and you keep stopping them from coming back. As you are stopping them from coming back, what are the benefits you've seen after that God deliver you into? I want to know, what did God deliver you into after he delivered you out of and after you had to work to keep the seven worse from coming back? What are the fruit? What is the fruit now? What is the fruit now that somebody can look at you and desire and want what you have. Um, well, I can attest to this. Um, I ha- I got a raise on my job that I was not even expecting, um, which was um, a, a, actually I went from a probably was almost like a ten thousand dollars raise. That since mm-hmm. I've been on since I've been on the TED line, and I just started on the TED line in, in May of this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and my bank, my bank account has changed. My finances. Um, Hallelujah. But, 
but I have no need for anything. You know, I don't need anything because I know God has taken care of me. Um, mm-hmm. And people, people see that and they want it. They want what you have, but they don't want to go through what it takes to, to get it. But not only when you get it, yes. you have to still fight to keep it. You do. Yes, um, yes, yes. Yes. And, and and long as you are filling your temple, which is your body, with the word of God every day and, and believing, believing, you know, it, it, I mean, things will still go. I mean, don't get me wrong. I've had things to come, but I know where they're coming from. It's a difference. You know Hallelujah. now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know. So yes. when you know, you can just cut it off in the past. Like, we <laughs> come in contact with certain people, you can see it. So mm-hmm. it's not like you wearing a blindfold anymore. You can see it and you can feel it before it even That's gets right. to That's right. And I want to say that too because people think that if they just call you and you pray for them, that everything's going to be 100%. Like I'm no longer going to struggle. But that's a lie because you yeah. have to work at your own yeah. salvation with fear and trembling is what the scripture says. And things are not going to just fix. You have to actually be in God's word. You actually have to warfare for your own soul. And, yeah. you know, yes, you help get rid of those demons, but they're going to come back. And mm-hmm. when they come back, they're going to bring seven worse. And that is what I experienced because in the past, with false, well, okay, half deliverance, I would, I would experience some type of, of like a, I, I thought it was a miracle from God. I said, oh, you know, this pain left, or my family seemed better, but it would never last. But come, and then I would be worse off. Like, my bank would be in the negative. My husband would be, you know, acting crazy, and my kids were rebelling. But now, where I am now, with true deliverance, it's like I can see that a mile away, and it can't even approach me. The scripture in Psalm 91 that says that not even the pestilence will approach you, and, and I've yeah. seen that. I've seen yeah. God's hand, and no longer can they come near me. I can see them, and I, I, can, I rebuke from where I am at it, you know, from the heavenlies. I never understood that before. I always had to just, like right here, when it was already overcoming me, would I get up, from being, you know, beaten up and then fight no longer. I've learned through your teachings that you don't have to do that. You know, you don't yeah. have to be constantly knocked down and then beat up. You always say, I go before and, and you're in prayer. And I've learned that. And yeah. I am just in a different place. My family's in a different place. Even my children are able to, you know, to dis- you know they have the discerning of spirits. They can discern these yeah. things, even in adults and their peers. And they they're not overcome like we used to be, and that it's very yeah. powerful. It, it's just yeah. different. It's a different walk yeah. where you're not constantly with your head hanging low. I mean, that's how we used to walk around as a family, and we thought that was considered being meek or being humble, but that was so pathetic. Now mm-hmm. I understand the difference, and I say, God, no, heaven belongs to me. Heaven belongs yeah. to you. And we need to act like that and walk like that and actually make a difference on this earth so that when people look at us, they're not saying, we don't want your Jesus. No, we don't want your God because look at you. I'm doing better than you. You're all busted up. Look at your family. They hate you. And, you know, I'm not saying that it's going to be perfect, but it's it's something that it's a process for some people. 
And that's going to take because there's a lot of damage that's been done in the past with false, you know, doctrines and false beliefs that we have, you know, I put myself into. So now I'm saying, okay, Lord, here we go. And it's mm-hmm. easier with letting the Lord lead. And I, I yes, thank God. Lord. I thank God for this ministry, and I thank God for you, Dr. Erica. And daily I do that. And it's not easy. So, you know, you have to put work into it. It's not just going to happen overnight, like, okay, your demons are gone, now what? You know, you got You have to pick up your part, and you do it. You the rest. Yep. yep. Amen. And, and, yep. and um, uh, how's your husband doing, Minister Oh, my Lord. It's like, you know, me and my husband never really had issues in the beginning because he right. always, I mean, I can tell, like, when, I can tell what spirit it is if he comes home and he says certain things, you know, it's certain things. <laughs> Amen. The, yes. The mannerism. And then when it, but when I detect that, I rebuke it in the name of Jesus and send it back. And Jesus. I redirect because uh-huh. that's, that's what deliverance teaches you. It teaches you how to recognize. And when mm-hmm. you recognize, you use the word of God and you do what you need to do. You do what he has ordained you to do. So and he's always been supportive of what I what I do anyway, especially when it comes to ministry, because mm-hmm. he knows my heart and he knows how much I love God and Jesus. He knows that. Mm-hmm. And if I had to choose between him and him and God, God gonna come first every time. Right. But that doesn't mean that I don't. That doesn't mean that I don't love him. Well, but I, I have what? a purpose, and I have to. I have to do right. what God tells me to do. Mm-hmm. Well, if you love God and you serve God, you're going to love and serve your husband. It's automatic. Exactly. It might, it exactly. might not be easy to love and serve him, but you, you do it until it becomes automatic. Automatic. And then what's Amen. happening yes. is because of your life, your anointing is spilling over on him, and he's getting closer and closer to God. That's what That was what I was talking about. Closer and closer. Mm-hmm. And, and you know what? You don't have to be hammering your husband or your wife. You ain't got to hammer them with nothing. You let Jesus yes, do that. I can testify. Mm-hmm. I could testify to that because that doesn't work. I did that too. I played the Holy Spirit. And when I met you, you said, who do you think you are? Are You, you think you're Jesus Jr., don't you? And then I would do something else. You think you're the Holy Spirit, don't you? And I would say, what? What? Well, they need my help, especially my husband. And I just never saw any progress. And I just kept saying, God, this man, it's, ho- it's hopeless here. And you kept saying, get back in the word. And I did. And, and in, in there, it's love, love and honor. And I kept reading and reading and reading. And that's what's going to make the difference. When I realized that I didn't even understand, I didn't even know what love was. And when I started to get closer to God, and I started to understand how much he loved me, and even despite all my flaws and everything else, he still loved me, you know, when I was a sinner. And so when I realized that, I thought, oh, my goodness. And I finally started, it started to click. And when I started to get closer and closer to God, I looked around, and I saw that my family was starting to fall in place. I was yeah. getting in my right place, the right order, and then my children started to line up. But when I was trying to fix it and make them do these things and point out every flaw that they had, it was not working. 
and they were just doing it outwardly. But in their hearts, they were so far from God. And I thought, wait a minute, this isn't working. They're not getting closer to God. They're getting farther from you. They're running. So when I turned it around and said, God, you take over, definitely I saw the difference in my marriage and in my children. And it's trickled out to even neighbors and, you know, friends and, and so forth. So God's way is the best way. <laughs> Is the only way, Jessica. It's the only way, the only way in Jesus' name. And with that being said, you know, I I can attest to that, Jessica, because I was the same way with my husband in the beginning. I'm like, don't you get it? Don't you get it? You need to do this and you need to do that. But that became nagging, and it was pushing him farther away. And I'm a firm believer that you know the the tree by the fruit that it bears. So if you're doing a good fruit, then people are going to see that. You don't have to force anybody to do anything. You don't have to make them mm-hmm. do anything. And as a matter of fact, you can't. Right. 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 It's, a, it's, it's a time and time and a place for things. God mm-hmm. has His own timing. So mm-hmm. may I speak into Dr. Erica? May I say something when she talked about her daughter? I have the permission of my daughters. Um, I just wanted to address that because you said there are people that don't, still don't believe, and that's something that. I have seen, I've witnessed and lived through as well. And we have not shared that part, but, you know, they teach in the libraries, the public schools, they have like um, witchcraft books. And they even have it, you know, just where any child can pick it up from whatever grade the library has. So we also experienced that in my family, my daughter. And it wasn't until we met, again, Dr. Erica. My daughter started to get like eczema. She was ha- severe acne was running, you know, through our family, and we were like, "What is going on?" Even myself, and we didn't understand that. We thought, "Okay, it's a chemical thing." We believed doctors and so forth. And when certain to happen, my daughter was just totally rebelling, rebelling, and she was also 13, 12 and thirteen. And when she went through deliverance, it came out there were witches among her. And when she got free from that, I mean, a lot of things, the physical started to show. It, it, she just got free yeah. from things that the doctor was about to diagnose her with psoriasis. And I'm like, no, this is impossible. She was fine just a year ago. And within a year, all of this, you know, damage on her body. But right away, through deliverance, it, she just, her skin cleared up. So many things on the inside started to just get cleaned up. And it was showing on the outside. So I just wanted to just add that in there that, yes, it's real, and it's in the schools and with our youth. You know, Satan is trying to attack them. And so I just wanted to be another witness that it is true. He starts with the youth because they're um, impressionable. It's easy to impress things upon upon them because they're naive. And, And I forgot to mention this with my daughter before. She wasn't even sleeping at night. She would always have to take something like melatonin to help her sleep. Mm-hmm. Now we don't we don't we we don't do that. And mm-hmm. there was a there was a time when everybody in this household, including myself, was on medication. Medication oh, to wake mm-hmm. up, medication right. to go to bed. <laughs> yes. And it's like, Lord, I, I cannot live like this. Right. I cannot. I refuse to. Right. So right. I thank God for you, Doctor Erica. I do. And I yes. know our connection was divine because the person that sent me, you didn't even know her. Nope. 
You didn't even know that she existed. And you're like, well, how how did you hear about me? So I knew, I knew, I know it was God. I know it was God. Nobody but him. Thank you, God. Brothers and sisters, I'm playing these testimonies because you don't get to hear them on the TED line. And, and God is using these testimonies to bring things out in the open. You see, Satan works through darkness and secrecy. He, that's why I tell people, <clears throat> don't tell me no secrets, because I'm going to tell it. <laughs> I'm going to tell it. <laughs> I can't tell yes. your personal business and deliverance, because you know why? I don't remember it. That's the truth. Right. Nine times out of ten, when I take somebody through deliverance, I have to ask them, now, what was that happened? <laughs> How? <laughs> because I thank God I could not afford to walk around here with all these people's deliverance in my mind. I'd be crazy. So God mm-hmm. wipes it out. He wipes it out. And, and and he knows I don't like gossip. I detest gossip. Mm-hmm. I don't even really like to talk on the phone too much, but most people don't know that. I don't like to talk on the phone. I do it because yeah. there's no other way to communicate. But brothers and sisters, everything that you have listened to this morning, this work takes place in the inner man. This is mm-hmm. not fleshly activity. God doesn't work in the flesh other than to bring your flesh under subjected to him, other than to heal your flesh so that your salvation can come forth because salvation is supposed to make you whole and complete and lacking nothing. But every mm-hmm. now and then, it's good to know what you're a part of. It's good to know that ain't nobody playing no games here. It's good to know that God got some people that are real and that God is alive and moving and delivering mm-hmm. and healing and transforming lives and destroying the power of Satan on this earth. And that's what Jesus came to do. Amen. I want you to hear this because this is what you call to do. Demonstrate the power of God on this earth, your new home, your kingdom, your daddy's commission. And then you benefit from your daddy, father God, inheritance in your life. But God has to strengthen you, and that's what testifying does on the inner man. I'll see you tomorrow on the daylight.
Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of $15,178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive of offers. $15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.